Hey everyone, welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life. And today we want to talk about sex. Yes. So we were trying to like think through a story. Is there a funny story or a good thing we can share to kind of grab everyone's attention here at the beginning? And, And then I realized I don't think we really need that. All we need to do is say that we're talking about sex. And everyone's interested. People are interested. Yeah, that's it. Just the word. That's right. I mean, we've we've done a couple episodes in the past where we've given the the cookie story. Yes, we're making, making cookies. cookies. One yep. thing led to another, mm-hmm. and uh, so then making cookies kind of became the thriving marriage way of referring to having sex. Right. Uh, right. We talked about sandwiches. We we've had various analogies. Before. <laughs> Always food. Yeah. Always. So, it'd be nice if we had another food like pizza or something, but we, we don't. We don't have, let's not try to figure out okay. how that works. I'll <laughs> just say, we, we don't have a, um, a new analogy or funny story for you, but we're, we're here to talk about sex. Yes. And specifically, we want to talk about what do you do maybe when one spouse isn't in the mood, or what do yeah. you do when, when you're maybe not having as much sex as one person in the marriage would like for yeah. there to be had. Right. Is that the right way to say that? To be had, to yes. Be had. yes. <laughs> sex is being had. <sighs> Yeah. Newly marrieds out there, they're probably wondering what we're talking about. But maybe even if it's in your first year, you know, yeah. this, this kind of thing can come up. Or maybe you're a few years into the marriage and Yeah, I mean, it depends. Problem. It depends on your relationship and, and uh, a lot of factors. But, you know, I was just recently doing premarital counseling um, and, you know, just encouraging this couple to keep their hands off of each other for yeah. the next period of time until right. they get the green light, until they get married. And um, and it's just funny to think about here we are, you know, on a marriage podcast talking about how to, we're, we're going to offer some ways to um, have more sex right? <laughs> and some ideas and some, uh, some ways to get there. But um, it's funny, you know, just having previously today talked to people about waiting and keeping your hands off of each other. And um, it's hard maybe to fathom when you're an engaged couple. Like, oh, yeah. There's going to be a time in our life where we maybe have to like muster up the desire to have mm-hmm. sex with each other. That sounds crazy. Yeah. But I think this is a really important thing for us to talk about because I think it's a common marriage issue. Totally. I've been asked about it numerous times by other ladies around the church, you know, and just we've had discussions about this very thing. What what happens when I'm not in the mood? What if it goes on for a month or whatever? Like, how do I go about having sex when I don't feel like having sex? And I think that's a good question to ask. Sure. So we're going to offer, I don't know, five or so uh, suggestions to that person and that couple. Right. Um, And so the first one is to recall, remember um, why God gave us sex to begin with. And I think there are maybe several reasons, biblically, theologically, that God gave us sex. But one reason is for us to grow in intimacy with each other. He says... um, you know, there's man and there's woman, and the two will come together and become one flesh. Right. And um, having sex is one of the ways to really grow together yeah. and come together and be together and grow in that oneness or that intimacy that God designed for marriage exclusively. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely part of your unity. It's one of the things that you only do with your spouse. It's a special relation, part of the special relationship between husband and wife. And it's a... It's an added bonus <laughs> to marriage. I Amen. mean, it, it, yeah, it is. So I think it's good to think back to God put this in our marriages for a husband and wife to enjoy. Yes, for having kids as well, but this is another reason is to enjoy and to be more unified, to be more one. 
So Yeah. And I tell people in premarital counseling, um, it's a good thing yeah. that you want to be with each other and that I'm telling you, you got to keep your hands off of each other. Right. That's a good sign because you have these desires for each other. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you move to the other side of the marriage covenant, you get the green light. And that's a good thing that God has given you to enjoy within the context of your marriage. So that's the first step is just to remember what a blessing this is. It's a yeah. God-designed, God-given uh, thing that we get to do within this one relationship. Yeah, totally. Uh, what's the second thing? Okay, so another thing is to develop your relationship. Right. So, right. you know, just creating a better, a deeper relationship with each other so that yes. sex is maybe something that comes up more often. Right, and I think sometimes when I've been in a discussion with someone who's in that place where they're not in the mood and they're struggling with that, uh, wives specifically, it, it's often because they feel a little bit disconnected from their spouses, whether or not they just haven't had time together outside of just kids or busy schedules or whatever, or they just haven't felt like they've connected emotionally in like a, you know, just sharing their hearts or something deeper. It's just that often, I think, there might be some more time to be had to just develop the relationship beyond maybe a surface level, what's going on, what's coming up, you know, here's your dinner. I don't know. Just, totally. Just business items. It's hard to be really excited about sex if you're not excited about hanging out with each other. Totally. If, you don't, if you're not enjoying your time with that person, if you're not, you know, yeah. in a, a relationship where you really are liking and attracted to that person. It's right. hard to just turn on and, you know, go from zero to 100 right. uh, in having sex. Right. And so what maybe what we're suggesting here is warm up to each other a little bit and, yeah. you know, enjoy your time together, yeah. uh, build your relationship to the extent where you're having fun with each other outside of the bed so that when you get to the bed... Right. The fun um, continues. The fun, <laughs> just the fun continues. That's <laughs> and, right. And we said it before, date nights are great for this. We'll say it again, but that's a great way to build a relationship. I think we even have uh, one episode or multiple episodes yeah. on you know, building your relationship with your spouse, developing oneness and and all that kind of stuff. So maybe refer to that for that point there. But I think we're just saying here, this is one way to work on this problem of we don't feel like having sex or one person doesn't. Here's a couple things. A third is to serve the other person. Yeah. I think about this, you know, this is a way that I can serve you. Uh, Maybe I'm not feeling it, in the mood, whatever people want to say, but this is a way as your wife that I can serve you. I think about 1 Corinthians 7, and I want to make sure that I'm giving you my body as a, as a gift. <laughs> like, I want to make sure I'm serving you by saying, let's enjoy this time together, not withholding it from you, because I'm not supposed to do that. And it's a way that I can lay down my own maybe desires, right? If the desire is, I, I'm not in the mood, I can say, I want to get I want to get there for you. This is about you. This is for you. It's because I love you. Much like I'm sure. doing, you know, same way kind of do your laundry. I was just about food. to say make, we we do this in other areas where, I don't always want to make you food. Right. I don't always want to do your laundry or or whatever it is, but that's a way that I serve you. That's where I serve our family. This is another way to serve. And so maybe we you don't always just follow your feelings. 
Yeah. And right. that's true of every area of the Christian life. We don't yeah. just do whatever we feel like doing and or whatever we don't feel like doing. We don't right. refrain from that thing. Right. Sometimes we have to push past our feelings and serve the person. Yeah, for sure. And there'll be blessing in serving and yeah. following through with what we are supposed to do. Right. Yeah, I think that's good. Okay. Uh, fourth thing is to worship the Lord. Uh, to use just some very some biblical terms here, one of the ways we worship God as a Christian couple is by having sex with each other. And this is this is motivating to me. Um, I, it's like this is a way I can please God, right? And and I don't often hear it stated that way. Um, you know, you hear a lot about don't have sex and sex is bad before you get married. But when you're married, when you're in a marriage covenant. You are. You can worship the Lord. You can please Him by having sex with your spouse, and that's a really cool thought. And on the other side of it, I think it's you can actually enter into sin by withholding or not having sex. Right. So, not only is it wow, it's a positive thing for me to worship God, bring Him glory by doing this, but if I don't, then I'm withholding, and and there can be sin involved in that. Yeah. So. I mean, God created it, right? And He said, "This is a good gift for you to enjoy within right. the context of marriage." Um, and then He said, "Do not withhold it from each other right. within marriage." Right. So, really, just picking up on some of the things that the Bible says about sex, we can land in this place where we say, "Yes, for a Christian couple, this is a good thing to do." Yeah, this is. Uh, a way to enjoy and appreciate and say thank you to the Lord for the gift that he's given. Right, right. So, and we're supposed to be really thankful people. We're supposed to thank the Lord all the time. Yeah. So really, <laughs> um, we should have more sex. Yes, yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, what's our next thing? All right, uh, another thing is to get yourself in the mood. <laughs> I think I wrote this down. Yeah, tell me what you, what you had in mind there. I, well, I, I just think that, so if you're, if you're, I'm thinking back to times, you know, where we've had babies and maybe after having a baby, there might be some times for me at least, you know, where you're just not quite, it's just hard to kind of get into that mindset. Well, I was encouraged and challenged by uh, another lady in my life to think about it during the day, to pray about it, to text your spouse and say, hey, I'm looking forward to some time with you. It doesn't have to be, you know, whatever a text, but it just... To actually put some thought in it before you get to the moment, before you get into the bedroom, so you're thinking about it and and kind of prepared. I think that that's a good thing, and that's helpful to get get in the zone, you know? Yeah, and some people, you know, that may be really good to be strategic and thoughtful, intentional, maybe is the right word, yeah. to get in the mood. And other people, man, it's like, it's instant. <laughs> Yes. And or it has been on right. their mind throughout the day, and uh, hence the conflict that happens when one yes. person's interested and the other person isn't. Yes. Um, so, if this is a an issue, one thing you can do to really be proactive is to take some of those steps you just suggested, which right. I think are really wise, right. really thoughtful toward your husband or or toward your wife, and um, a way to love and serve them. Yeah. And I think if you had something else, some other issue in your marriage, you were struggling with anger against your spouse or being impatient, 
if you, as a godly woman, as a wife, I would want to pray about that. I would want to talk to the Lord about that. I want to think about that. I would want to focus on growing in that area in the same way. If I'm seeing that I'm withhold, you know, I'm not into the, into the mood or I'm not I'm kind of think time going by and I'm not even thinking about it. That's something else I can work on in my marriage proactively. Yeah. We have a note here to text your spouse. Yeah. I mean, uh, what a great idea. Nothing better than getting a, a sensual text message from your spouse. <laughs> hey, hey, that's all yeah. you need with the heart eyes the emoji. Eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can, that, that's a fun text to receive. Right, right. And only your spouse receives that text. Yeah. That's you a special thing. Got to make sure you're not in a meeting with your, you know, screen sharing up on the board yes. and stuff like that. But, yeah. Uh, um, but yeah. Check your spouse's calendar there, before you send the text. <laughs> There's ways to have fun with that and, yeah. you know, have fun with it before you get to it. Exactly. Right? Exactly. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was what? Five? Was that five things? Four things? That was five. Yeah. And you'll notice what is not, what, what we haven't said so far, mm-hmm. what we have not suggested is um, to schedule it. Right. And I think maybe th- that was intentional. We, we didn't put that one on the list because I think a lot of people, maybe when this is the problem, then scheduling it is the immediate and kind of fix all solution. Right. You know, I don't feel like it. My spouse does. Okay, let's put it on the calendar. Okay, let's pick a date. Pro- problem yeah. solved. Right. And I think what we're doing is we're saying, no, that that doesn't solve the problem. Yeah. Um, that, that could be a good thing. That right. Could, could, could be a good step. But yeah. what we've just suggested here is uh, more so, f- you know, five proactive steps yeah. to really uh, grow in this area and not just, you know, put a Band-Aid on it, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Put it out there so you can check the box, okay, Tuesday, I mean, whatever. That just that also adds a little bit of pressure and has to be that time. And I don't know. It seems like that could be almost harmful for the relationship at times if you're just scheduling it and that's all you're doing. Yeah, because really what that allows you to do is go through with the act without really doing any of these things to prepare yeah. for it or Building enjoy the relationship. it. Or- right. Right. Yeah. So we've suggested here to, to really build the relationship and grow together and in grow in this area. Yeah. Right. Not just in terms of frequency, but in everything around it. Right. Just this is an area that we should grow in as yeah. a Christian couple. Yes. We gotta get get better in this area. Totally. So um you know, sometimes we leave people with a question or a challenge. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you think of any challenges? A challenge. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Could be good for wives to think through, you know, are they doing any of these steps? Yeah. I mean, yeah, and but we say wives and, and, you know, maybe in the counseling office, it's typically wives that maybe struggle with some of these things more than husbands, but it's not always not the always, case. Right? And so um, I just think this is really good stuff to talk about with your spouse, have a conversation and... Um, maybe think through some things you can do that we've just suggested to just personally move in that direction. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us and we will see you next time. See ya.